0: Welcome to the Global Church Live. The Global Church Live is a multimedia ministry reaching through the world 24-7. Now, for today's message, here is Dr. Faye. You'll be filled with all the fullness of God when you start seeking him with all of your heart. You start spending time in the presence of God. You start spending time fellowshipping with him. He'll begin to fill your life to the full, to the overflow. He'll begin to bless you in ways unimaginable. Your quiver will be filled overflowing your 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 barrel will be overflowing you will be called the breakthrough the overflow station because he's the god of extravagance he's the god of too much and more than enough he's the god of your breakthrough and you breaking through all of the time every day he's the god of the well that never runs dry he's the god who fills your empty places your voids. he's the water in the desert i'm telling you he So, when you begin to build a relationship with Him, God delights in the prosperity of His servants. Relationships are an asset. It's one of the greatest assets that you can have. Because when trouble hits your house, when you have relationships, hey, you can go to a friend, a real friend. You can go to a family who's also a friend. You can go to somebody that you have a connection with, a real divine connection with, who will understand, who will let you bring your babies in and say, put those babies in the bed. We're going to get through this storm. We're going to get through this crisis together. That's a friend. When you have a solid relationship, when life begins to hit you from every direction possible, oh, my God, you can run to that friend. There is a friend who stick it closer than a brother. But I assure you ladies and gentlemen, God has ordained people in this life that we can build relationships with, godly relationships with that can get us through storms as well. It's good to have a shoulder that you can go to. Many times men and women of God do not have a place that they feel safe enough to confide in, a shoulder that they can cry on, the place where they can be vulnerable. They don't have to be the bishop. They don't have to be the Pope. They don't have to be they don't have to be the apostle. They don't have to be the pastor. They can just be a child of God and come with a broken and a contrite spirit so that they can pour their hearts out and be healed because of relationships. There are some, there's some friends of mine who are extremely wealthy, extremely wealthy money-wise, extremely. But they are some of the most vulnerable people that I know because they don't know who to trust, who's in it for themselves, who's in it just because they want something from them. How do you know? How do you know if these people are really your friends? How do you know if these people will really have your back in a crisis, will really come to your aid when you're in pain? How do you know if suddenly you woke up and all of your money was gone? How many of those people would exit your life? Mm. How many of those people would walk out the door? When your substance is gone, when you're no longer a qualified member of their social club, you no longer can be in that circle of people that have the money, that drive the Maserati. If you know you're not, you know, the private, have the private jet, you lose your jet, you lose your Maserati, you lose your mansions, you lose your houses, you lose, you just lose things. How many friends go with the stuff? Hello, somebody. Jesus told the crowd, he said, oh, yeah, I know you want me, but you want me for the fishes and the loaves. You want me because you saw me feeding the multitudes. You don't want me because of me. You're after me because of you, you're, you think you, you know that I can provide. You're after me because you saw me doing things for people. You're after me because you think that I can write a check. You're after me because, you know, I got the money. Pastors giving the biggest off, the people who give the greatest money, the largest sums of money, the best seats in the house. When did we start that rule? Hmm. These things are hard sayings, but then who can hear them? Relationships are not built on what you physically can do for me, relationships are built from heart to heart when it's God. And if you're not building relationships based on inner core, you're not building relationships based on the quality that that person, that they, that they're an asset to you, not their assets are given to you, but on their asset, their heart, their compassion, their love. So, Dr. say, how do we know? How do we judge a person's core? Listen. It's easy when you're led of the Spirit of God. He knows exactly who he wants in our space. Every encounter should be a holy encounter. It's, an, it's a holy encounter to, a, to in, in this respect that God will teach us something through that person. But it's okay when those people leave our lives. It's okay when they walk out. It is. It's okay. Why are we always clamoring to pull people back to us that God allowed to walk away? It's okay for them to walk away. I have a friend I hadn't heard from them in a while, and this is a person that I have a godly encounter with, and I had not heard from them in a while. So I text, I call, in my mouth. I text and I call, and I didn't hear anything back, i my! I hope everything is okay. And I knew that they lived in an area where the climate was, there were hurricane, there a lot of hurricane activity there. And when I don't hear back from friends who I know that the weather has hit those areas, I was concerned, very, very, very concerned. Then I thought, well, maybe they just don't want to talk to me anymore. So I texted them. They weren't answering the phone, and I texted them. I said, you know what? If we're going to part company, let it be a godly separation. Don't let it be whatever it might be. I said, because I need to be clear, real clear. And it's okay, but let's talk because that's who I am. It's okay for you to part company. When you disappear, to me, that is just so ungodly. You just walk out, didn't say bye, (laughs) didn't text. I don't like you. I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I decided to get another church. Nothing. It's so disrespectful. So we have to learn about godly relationships because we don't. We didn't learn these things in academia. We didn't really learn them sitting on the pew. And, my God, the way people behave in social media, we're certainly not learning it there. Oh, yeah, you're learning it here. <laughs> these connections that we have that are so fleeting. That if so, a friend drops out today, at another friend. And, you know, it's, it's not authentic. It's not authentic. Until you learn to spend time with people. How do you spend time with people in social media? How do you spend time with people in this atmosphere? You've seen me enough in front of the camera, and maybe some of you in Periscope are new, but those of you in the conference room right now, you're not new. Those of you... Who have seen me on Facebook dozens and dozens and dozens of times, and those of you who maybe have seen me on television in the past and, you know, or heard me on radio, you get to know a little bit about my persona, the way I am and how I think and feel. You may not agree with everything you hear, you may not agree with everything I wear, I don't care, I mean, you know, you may not agree, but it begins to build a relationship when you start spending time around the person. And when you want to know them, when you want to have that godly encounter, I'm teaching this today because it's a simple lesson, but a great lesson that people need to learn, how to build godly relationships from the ground up. Maybe we need to talk more about this, don't you think? Building relationships from the ground up so that we can have healthy encounters and no longer just going through relationship after relationship after relationship, trying to find the right fit, trying to find the right job, trying to find the right man, trying to find the right woman. And every time it breaks up, it's always their fault. I have a friend, God bless his heart, and he's a friend. I love the brother. I love him so. But I love him in a way that I want him free. I know He's desperate to serve people and to help people. But here's the thing. He's had like nine wives. Dr. F., you have a friend? (laughs) Yeah, I do. I have friends from all walks of life, all different cultures, around the world, friends, people that are endearing to me. And I want the best for them. I really do. One of the greatest qualities this friend of mine has is that he knows how to keep confidence. Wow. He's that nine wise He's hungry for relationships, but he knows how to keep confidences. And there are so many people who've judged him, criticized him, thrown him away because of that. But at his core... I know he's hungry and he's seeking God. So I stay accessible to him that in case he wants to call and wants to talk, wants to get it out, I don't throw people away. Who am I to throw anybody away? Who are you to throw anybody away? We just have to put relationships in their proper places. Hmm? In their proper places. Women, you've had men who come after you, chase you, and say, well, you know what, I believe that you're my wife. Well, if you didn't feel wifey, no, if you didn't feel wifey, or women. I know of this pastor where he announced he was engaged, handsome man, powerful ministry, extremely successful, professionally business-wise. So he was a catch, right? He was a single pastor, and he was a catch for a lot of women. And these women, after he announced that he was engaged, women showed up at his church in wedding gowns. It was crazy. It, It really was. I don't know any other word to describe it. It was some kind of scene. You show up in a wedding gown at a church thinking that that man is going to see you in the wedding gown and God is going to turn the light on in his head and he'll see that you're the one. There's some insane things that happen out here. There's a reason we have the word insanity. There's a reason for that word. Godly encounters, godly relationships are built based on spiritual principles. Where do you connect? Are you connecting from the outside? If you're connecting from the outside, brother, she's going to gain weight, and then what do you do? You're going to divorce her because she's gained weight? You become critical, judgmental, hostile. You start treating her as if she's not important and not valuable because she's gained weight. Or he gets a belly, and you start criticizing him, ladies. Or he loses his job. Not that he wanted to, it just happened. And he lost his job. You're gonna fall out of love with him because he's going through a season in his life looking for another job? You can't back him while he goes through this change in his life and support him and love him, let him know it's going to be okay. Are you loving from the external? Is that the limitation of your love and affection for people? Is that your appreciation? You appreciate their You appreciate the way they look You appreciate what they can do for you But not for them really As long as they're giving to your ministry pastor They're wonderful people But if they lose their job And they don't have the finances to support you Like they want to Do they become less valuable? Do they become less important Because they can't bring the gifts to you? We're living in a culture of selfishness of greed, of more, 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 and never being satisfied, never being content. The Apostle Paul said, I have been abased and I have been abound, and I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I've learned. We go on as we read in First John. John said, That God is light And in him there is no darkness At all In order to build godly relationships Light connects with light And we connect with God From a place Of divine Relationships and encounters Who is it in your life That Maybe God has called them To move to Move out of your life In that position You can still pray for them But it may not be the encounter He wants you to have It's okay Listen Some breakups are necessary They, they just are And you're spending your time Crying Because someone walked out of your life Don't cry anymore Because if they walked out, that means someone else is coming in. We have to learn to make room for growth, make room for advancement, make room for God to do the next thing he wants to do in our lives, including in relationships. Some family members you can't hold on to. You have to learn to let them go. So how can you? you got to eat dinner with them, well, you know, I don't mean people that you live with, <laughs> you know, you can detach from inside so that whatever they do will not distract you because you're putting the relationship in its proper place, Wait. that it no longer has control over your everyday waking, walking, talking moment. So you're using your voice in a very healthy way, and you're saying it's okay. And you're telling yourself, you're saying, Self, I give you permission to detach from the emotions of mama, daddy, sister, brother, cousin, whoever. I give you permission to detach from those people so that you can move forward. You cannot move forward when you're hanging on to the past. Hanging on to old relationships. Many women go into new relationships and men carrying the baggage from the previous relationship because they didn't use their voice, they didn't exercise their power in God, their authority, and realize who they were. So they're bringing this old baggage in and expecting the old baggage to fit inside of the new relationship. You cannot put new wine in old wine skin. The skin must first be made new. If we want to have greater, better relationships, then we must create better foundations. We must give it a new place to thrive. It cannot strive in toxic environment. Bacteria grows in toxic environments. I was talking to a a mold inspector um, one time, and he was teaching me about mold. And he told me, he said, there has to be certain conditions for mold to grow. There has to be moisture, and there has to be heat, and there must be a surface. Those three conditions will cause mold. So he gave me instructions in order to eliminate mm -hmm, the two of the conditions. We needed the surface. Yeah, we needed the wood (laughs) to stay there. So we had to eliminate the heat and the moisture that was causing the mold. So we had to create a different environment so that we could eliminate the nasty stuff. New wine must go in new wine skin. We have to eliminate, get rid of the thing that's causing the toxicity. What is it that's causing toxicity in your life? Why is it that you continue to lose friends or you don't feel that you have anyone that you can go to and confide in? Maybe it's not them. Maybe it's you that God is calling and challenging you and teaching you that you've got it all twisted. You need to learn how to deal with relationships, how to put them in their proper place and leave them there, not trying to make every man you meet your husband, not trying to make every church your church, not trying to make this person something that they're not. Many people have been disappointed in churches, because they made their pastors their gods, put them in a position that they should never should have been within their souls. Oh, my pastor, my pastor, my pastor, my pastor. That scares me. And people start doing that, or try. No, I push back. No, I appreciate it out of respect. I understand that. I understand that. But worship, I. No, no. Mm-mm. I don't consider myself all that. I don't. I don't consider myself so such a much. <laughs> Jesus is is the. Jesus is the everything. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Have an encounter with him, and when we have an encounter with him, everything else will fall in its place. And you may be sitting back today and and being envious or jealous because it seems that someone else has a relationship that you covet that you, that you really want. But turn your eyes toward Jesus and ask him to help you be healed of all the relationship issues that you've had in the past. Ask him to come in and clean the house. And say, Father, I just repent. I've been choosing my own friends. I've been choosing men. I'm on a dating site, and that site is just not working for me. I go out to dinner with these guys, and they don't fit. They sound good over the phone, but when I meet with them, they're not it. And I'm just tired of going out on these dates that aren't going anywhere. Well, why don't you just surrender? Maybe for a moment just get off the dating sites and just date this. Put some time in here. Instead of spending time on the dating sites. And I don't I'm not saying that's nothing wrong with that. I'm speaking to people who are who who don't have it who who, who need to work on relationships and start with yourself. You can't give away what you don't possess. You're looking for a king and you haven't qualified as a queen yet. Or you're looking for a queen and you haven't qualified as a king yet. I'm not saying don't go out to dinner or whatever. I am just saying seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall be added. You're spending, some people spend like a 100 bucks a month on dating sites and then they're wondering, well, I've been on there a year. Okay, 100 times 12 You spent $1,200 looking for a man Or a woman And you've come home empty You've toiled all night And you've called nothing I'm not saying that God may not have someone on there for you But there comes a time you got to do some self-assessment And go on a journey of self-discovery Lord, let's just work on faith Let's just work on me. Not you telling God, let's work on faith. <laughs> me telling God, let's work on faith. Let's work on me. Let's do the work that I need done. Let me have a godly encounter so that I will attract the people in my life that you want in my life. And if it's not for me to marry, I'm good with that. I'm good with it. I'm good without it. I'm just good. I'm just good. As long as I am in your will, doing what you've called me to do, I'm good with that. I'm not afraid of an encounter. I'm not afraid of not having one. I just want to flow with you, Father. Help me to be healed of all the past wounds and hurts that repel good relationships and friendships these godly encounters. There are people all around us every day, and I'm going to stop in a moment, because these are conversations we need to have. Amen? There are people around us every day who are hurting. And when you're hurting, you don't even notice it. You don't even notice their pain. You're so swallowed up in your own. And you may lash out at them, be curt, short with them, because you are so hurt. You are hurting yourself. Take some time and be alone with you in a healthy way by going on a spiritual journey of just discovery. We use this scripture a lot to get people to realize that assembly, coming to church, we use it, pastors use it to get people to come to church. Forsake not the assembly of yourselves together, which is taken totally out of context. I like to use it in many ways To do, in this respect. You need to get yourself together. Get yourself together. Think about you, your vision, your mission. I've discovered that when you are busy with purpose, you are in your lane. You're not over there trying to figure out why you don't have a man, why you don't have a wife, why you don't have this or what. You're busy in your lane. You're redeeming the times, making the best use of where you are and, and, and in what you are. Instead of wondering about what you don't have and complaining about that, being grateful for what you do have and using that for the glory of God. So what? You've got one pair of shoes. Wear them out. Another pair will be waiting. So what? You're not living in the best house. Make the best use of it that you possibly can and do what God has called you to do. Put up some curtains. Do what you got to do. Make it work. When the train passes, make it work. Do what you've got to do. Because God loves you so much. And I know you've heard it, and it sounds like, you know, just a spiritual cliché. But you know Jesus loves you. The only way people really know Jesus loves them is through us. You do know that. It's through us that we demonstrate is love. And we can't do that when we're all clogged up with toxins, with things on the inside of us that are binding us, hindering us, keeping us from flowing freely. Yeah. So instead of pointing your finger at that person, I don't know why they left my life, and I don't know why this person at work doesn't like me, just start focusing in on yourself. You'll learn to use your voice in that as well, for those of you who missed Bible class. You'll learn to use your voice when you begin to build yourself up on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit, reading the word aloud every day, spending some time in the presence of God. He will change your world, I'm telling you. He'll change your world. And you'll never feel as though you're missing anything because you'll be filled with all the fullness of God. Begin with the end in mind, having this personal encounter, as First John was describing, handle, taste, touch, feel, experience him from the inside out. So when God brings someone to you, for he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord, you will truly be some man's favor. Yeah, and you will truly be some brother's good thing. And brother, you will find your Esther who has been prepared for the king. Because we spent time like Esther did. It was mandated. It was law. She had to. (laughs) But spend time to qualify. Some of us need to self-qualify for relationships. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A, workman, a workwoman who needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Spend time in the word. Spend time in prayer. The greatest thing you can bring to the table for a man, ladies, is the power of prayer. You thought it was your looks. You thought it was your nails, your weave, your lashes that you could bring to the table. That may be the bait to put on the hook, but baby, that's not what's going to keep him. Ask all the pretty wives. If that is what keeps their man, no, it's not. They're going to tell you, oh, sweetie, no, it's not. mm Oh, he knows he has a beautiful woman, but that's not why he's here now. That may have been what caused me to catch his eye in the first place, but that's not what has kept his eye. It's been from the core. Yeah. An intercessor. A woman who knows how to pray him through. Because you see him beyond his mistakes. And that's the glory of divine encounters in relationships. You can see people beyond their mistakes. That even when they mess up, you say, but that's not them, they made a mistake. They didn't mean to do that. Or somebody comes to tell you, That Dr. Faye did this or she did that. No, I know that girl. I know that woman. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. I don't know who who told you that and where that came from. That is not right. That's not true. But most people, because they don't have the connection, really, go off on a tangent. Chasing every little toxicity, every little toxic thing, every little toxic word, word, word. Build godly relationships. Don't go through the rest of your life searching for the right one, searching for the right encounter. When God wants you to have an encounter with him, and then everything else will begin to take shape. It will. Your wife, your husband, the children. Things will begin to work. Life will begin to work. And it doesn't mean it's going to be just the way you want it to be all of the time. But life will begin to work. And even when it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen, you'll be okay with it. You'll be okay with it. You'll be okay when people exit your life. You'll be okay with that man not thinking you're his cup of tea. I'm just not your cup of tea. (laughs) I'm not your sugar lump, baby. It's okay. It's okay. Put it in the right place. Put every relationship in its right place so you don't get it askew and thinking that something is one thing when it's another. I'm going to close with this. I saw this movie. This was a movie, and I always believe movies are based on some level of truth. This guy got this lady to go out on a date with him. Finally, after years, he had been trying it. So she finally goes out on a date with him. And so he goes and tells all of his friends they're dating. He starts telling, calling her, baby, honey, sugar, and she's going, I'm scared of that. We went on one date. You can't go around kissing me on the cheek every time you see You, know, you Don't do that. Because he took that one date And all of a sudden, they're going down the aisle. And I know some people, sadly, I know some people who have done that. You've connected on social media. You've connected on a dating site. And all of a sudden, that's the man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams. Because you did not put that relationship in the right place. And you end up with hurt feelings. You can avoid a lot of that. Listen to these words. And take them to heart Amen Build godly relationships From the foundation Which is Jesus Christ And there's no other way to do this There's not 12 steps To get him to change his mind No No I don't care who writes the book (laughs) It has to be Based on spiritual principles Because we are spirit beings Amen Amen we have a soul and live in a body. Well, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to church this morning. I'm so glad that you were here. I hope that you got something out of this teaching today and that you'll go back and go back and listen to the replay and share it with people across social media and that it will be a blessing because so many so many are going through these this this issue of not defining relationships properly and are ending up hurt. Or putting people on pedestals, and we should never do that because He's the Lord God. I mean, nobody can take His place. Amen. So I want to take some prayer requests today. If you're here and you want to have a prayer, you have a prayer request or a praise or a testimony that you would like to share, I want to give you that opportunity to do so. Or if you need personal ministry and you have a question, that's okay. But if we said something here today. And you have a question about it, use your voice and add that to the room. I just asked that you, you know, how I am about time. I treat everything like I'm paying for airtime, but be specific and get to the point. What you know, not rush, but be specific. There's a difference. So we want to get you in. And so those of you who have logged in to Periscope or Facebook, from Facebook or Twitter and you want your voice to be heard, there is a number that you can call, and um, we'll put you in queue. And that's 641-715-3580, 614-715-3580, and the access code is 891384 pounds. Okay? So you can take that information, and it should be on the screen there. And I know I put it up when I when I... Clips go live. I'm going to have, for those of you who don't know, we also have some people who are in a conference room via telephone, yes, from that number right there. Thanks, Taylor. And um, yeah, so you can listen in, I mean, you can call in and we will take your uh, prayer requests. But in the meantime, I want to thank those of you who do give to the ministry. We appreciate that because I think it's healthy to give you an opportunity to share. Back, you know, if you've been blessed, then share back. So we don't ask for specific amounts, or, and we're not going to get mad at you if you don't, but we do give you an opportunity, and you can do that at drfay.com forward slash donation. That's drfay.com forward slash donation. You can make it right there. And if you rather do it on Facebook, you can do it also in the message box to me, and that is using the currency sign. You can do it from that place. So the lines, yeah, the lines are open in the conference room. And for those of you who are inside a Periscope, you can just drop it in the comment box, the chat box, because we unlocked it first time. First time we, first time out in Periscope, we did not unlock. Ooh, my elbow. we did not. <laughs> I know, we did not unlock the chat. And so, you know, we, we're learning how to navigate these waters. Uh, because we're doing a number of things simultaneously. So it requires a lot of time to get up and be- get prepared. And I know Periscope was created for off-the-cuff. Just jump on and do a quick video. And But, you know, we know we want to be prepared and we want to bring you value. and We want to reach you where you are, and we just trust God to minister to you and to bless your lives in such a powerful way. I want to pray with you uh, before we do our benediction today because, I don't know what your life is like. I don't know. I'm not in your moccasins. I'm not in your shoes. But I do know that Jesus loves you so much that he will minister to you where you are, and he will take you to where you need to be. He'll do that for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another day that's just to be here in your presence, to have a godly encounter, to have a place, Father God, that we can hear the words, and be transformed. Lord, we thank you for every person within the sound of my voice that you would take this teaching and help them, help us all to refocus our attention on building the relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we know, Lord God, if we have a relationship with you, the other relationships will be in their rightful places. And, Lord, we will be okay with that. We will have peace with wherever you place people in our lives. Father, those that need to exit and go on to do something else, we'll have peace with that. For those that you attract to us, Lord, we'll have peace with that. Help us to discern why this person is in front of us. And as long as we can discern that, Lord God, we can avoid feelings of hurt and abandonment and rejection because we have properly placed people where you wanted them to be in our in our lives, and we give you praise for that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to thank all of you for being here today and being a part of this Wake Up and Pray, being in the room with us, those who came through the room, those who um, will listen to it later. We're just so grateful that we get to be here and be a part of this Of social media sharing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ And empowering people with this technology And I want you to remember to share it I want you to remember to join me Sunday On facebook.com forward slash Dr. Faye live For church on Sunday morning Yeah, On church on Sunday morning And put it on your calendar to get notified At on my website, website, uh, Dr. Fay Live on Facebook to receive notifications for when we post, okay? And also you can go visit our website at www.wakeupandpray.com, wakeupandpray.com, and to receive notifications because we'll be sending those out. Yes, we will. So God bless you. I don't see anybody in queue, and I'm going to get off of here and let you go for it and have your day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Thank you so much for being a part of Wake Up and Pray. That's Church in the Morning right here with me, Dr. Faye. Look for this face across social media and follow me, tweet me, do what you do. God bless you until next time. See ya. Love you guys. You're awesome. How about that?